Hey, it's Katrina Sawa here, the Jumpstart Your Biz Coach with jumpstartyourmarketing.com. And you got to check out my episode on Credit Matters Podcast with Pat Wally. I said some things that I have never said before on podcasts, and it was super fun. Welcome, welcome. This is Pat Wally with Credit Matters. And today, my guest is a very dear friend I met in my, my current hometown of Sacramento. Uh, it was truly by happenstance. She had a speaker network event and basically said, you can come speak. And I was like, oh, get to go speak in front of people. I'll do that. And I was blown away with the level of knowledge and just the whole way the, the event was put together. It was it truly, she captured my heart. And then I found out how really amazingly intelligent she is in business and in dealing with people and in getting things moving in a fast direction, very simply. Uh, she's the Jumpstart Your Business Coach for Coaching for Life and Business. And with the Jumpstart Your Biz um, program, I'd like to welcome to my show, Katrina Sawa. Hi, Katrina. Yay. Hi, Pat. Thanks for having me. And you are so sweet. It has been a pleasure knowing you as well, too. So I'm glad we're in our same hometown and we can network and share resources. It's awesome. It was a truly, I, I never saw it coming, you know, <laughs> I never saw you coming. Yeah. <laughs> and we have, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I was very uh, fortunate to be able to speak at one of your events. That was pretty fun. We had a it was. You did falls. a great job, too. I mean, you had the audience captured with your credit tips. And oh, my God, this man gives so much great content, you guys. You have to go and have a call with Pat if you haven't already. Seriously, I don't care if you think you have good credit or not. <laughs> Thank you, Katrina. And I, I really do have a heart for people to get out of debt and build their credit profile. So that's not something that's keeping them up at night. But um, so we have had what, gosh, it's been four years, maybe, yeah, almost four years that we've known each other. That's crazy. I didn't know it was that long. Well, it's 2020. Yeah. Huh? Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> met, met her at the, at the, what, now you used to do a different speaker event. Tell us a little bit about what that used to be. Yeah. It used to be the Sacramento speaker network. And then I changed it to the international speaker network because I have so many friends all over the world that I thought, well, we just need to have an international speaker network. So now we do webinars too, and as well as some in-person events and anybody can join from anywhere, which is super fun. That's awesome. And, and that's one of the things I really like about you is you, you keep your business nimble. If something needs to be updated or changed, you, you got it systematized, which right. we'll talk a little bit about that, but you, you absolutely can keep your business moving in the direction that it needs to be moving. And if you need you to change do. something, it's a quick change. It's so cool. You have to be open to the evolution of you and your business, not just your business, but you and your family and things will happen in your life. You got to be open to the evolution of it and stop trying to force it to go a certain direction that mm. you may have planned it out to be. And it's just not the right direction anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. And you've been entrepreneur for what, like 147 years, I think. Uh -huh. like that. <laughs> right. I can't even, I don't even hardly remember having jobs. It's been that long. It's been almost 18 years. My goodness. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, Katrina, these are, 
the just like you, I try to bring guests on that have been in business for themselves for quite some time because you've seen the ups and you've seen the downs. I mean, you we saw have. the major crash in 07, 08, 09, and you're still here, right? right. And I think that's so important for my listeners to understand what it takes to not just be in business, but to stay in business. Well, there's, if, you, if you have the faith, nothing needs to shut you down. Now, with that being said, if you have a brick and mortar and it's like a flooring company and no one's creating any new floors anymore and there's that big of a downturn, then that mm-hmm. might be a bad thing. Maybe. But for a lot of us, you know, our businesses can thrive. It's just a matter of your own confidence and your own willingness to do whatever it takes. Amazing. Yeah, I've, I've heard so many different um, business models over the years. And you're right, there are some that absolutely depend on certain economic conditions. And then there's others that amazingly grow during an economic downturn. It's right. pretty cool. And you, you have, so you know a little bit about your business. So your, your main business is jumpstart your business. Well, jumpstartyourmarketing.com is the website, but it's all about jumpstarting your entire business, everything around it, how to make it a smooth running money making machine of a business consistently. That's the key. A lot of people will make money here and there, but it's not a consistent revenue generating machine. And that's really what it needs to be in order for you to have more freedom, have a life, take vacations, mm-hmm. not stress out and not dip into savings every now and again when times are tough, right? right we don't want right. that anymore. We want we don't want the roller coaster of business. We want the smooth running machine. <laughs> and you and one of the key elements that you talk about is having multiple streams of income, money coming in from many different directions. Do you have any idea about how many different streams of income you have right now? Well, honestly, I consider them all like one stream of income, which is my business, but technically there's different business models. Yes. So I have one-on-one coaching. I have group coaching. I have live events. I have sponsors. I have some affiliate income coming in. Uh, membership, right. recurring membership. income. Uh, what else is there? Well, speaker fees. Every once in a while, I do a paid speaking gig, but most of them are free to do lead generation and whatnot. Um, product sales, like selling books and tangible mm-hmm. type stuff. So all of those technically are different business models, um, different ways to make money, which, you know, you got to have a few... I, I think, because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, right? right? If one goes away, you, your business doesn't crumble. Right. Yeah. And you have something that <laughs> I, I've been around a minute. I'm, I'm 53 now this year. I've uh, been to, you know, 48 of our 50 states, hundreds of business owners, hundreds and thousands of, of uh, miles on the road in the air. And I've never heard anybody have what you have. And that is the easy yes offer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how that came to be and what it is and how that could maybe help somebody that's just starting in business actually get one of the quick start methods that you teach is that right. easy yes offer. 
Right. And it was funny. I was on a call today with a new potential client um, and she had heard one of my videos. It was a Facebook live on, on Facebook talk about easy yes offers. And she had commented on it. Oh, it's a great idea. What should I sell? Da, 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 da. And so that was probably a month and a half ago. And then today when we talked, she's like, oh my God, I was at this event the other day and I was just, someone wanted to pick my brain. I was doing this thing with them and they asked me, what can they pay me for today? And it clicked in my head like, oh, I should get paid for this, not just give it away for free. And I'm like, yes, that's the easy yes offer. <laughs> and the easy yes offer is for someone to try you out, right? And usually we, we do it from live events. So if you go to a live event or a conference or even a speaking gig, or even you're just an attendee in the room, you could sell stuff today for the people that you meet and just have even a casual conversation with that, um, if they're super hot for what you got, then why mm -hmm. not sell a hundred dollar thing or a $50 thing or a $200 thing? No more than 200. Cause that gets a little bit tougher. We want it to be easy. So they just hand over their credit card. So it's just, there's so many different things you could do. And I, I love helping people brainstorm on how to make money every single day, no matter where they go or what they do. It's just fun. And, and I learned that process from a mentor. So I had another mentor who I went to her three day event. And she had built this little marketplace where we all put signs around our head. It was super, <laughs> it was crazy. It's like, I almost didn't even want to do it. I felt like, I felt like I was too good to do it at the time, which mm -hmm. was silly. Okay. I should have just played the game. So I was a little reluctant to play the game, frankly. And I played the game and I was trying to sell this $2,000 thing, you know, and nobody wanted to buy the $2,000 thing. And then I had this little flash drive that was the bonus to the $2,000 thing. And everybody wanted the freaking flash drive. And I'm like, <laughs> but you can get that when you buy the $2,000 thing. And they're like, no, we want the, 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 the bonus. It had basically a whole bunch of digital trainings on it that I have. And I'm, they're like, how much for the flash drive? And I'm like, I don't know, 20 bucks. And like, literally they were throwing $20 bills at me. And I'm like... <laughs> So, uh, and credit cards. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Oh my God, I need an easy yes offer that people just throw their money at me to buy every day. And I can make a few hundred bucks every day, everywhere I go. Everywhere. I've seen it work. I didn't understand it. And I saw you do it at the first time I went to one of your events and it blew me away because it was yeah. like, oh, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. Right? And the, the dynamic that came into the room was people were now confident about what they had. Yes. Yes. And they became more, um, they more, I think asking for the sale sometimes is where people stop, where business, right. business owners stop. They get to the point where they're, they're selling it and it's like, wow, that's great. But they never ask for the sale. Like, and you right. teach that. You got to ask for that sale. Right. And, which is why we do it at my events now. And yeah, you do. Um, because you're right. People just need to rip off the bandaid and just <laughs> ask. And they don't in real life. And so it kind of creates a little safe space for them to do it and fail. It's okay if they fail. But what if five people buy your $50 thing and you make 250 bucks? Woohoo! And you, you help. Know. That's what I think is probably the best thing about what you do at your events is that you will, somebody will make an easy yes offer and then you'll help guide them to tweak it so until they, they get it. Right. Like, oh, the lights go off and everybody, and, and it's, you know, just that little bit of coaching yeah. really catapults people's business. And that's why you are the jump start. Um, yeah. What, what like, are they, what's your nickname? What do they call you? 
the uh, Joe Saver's coach? What? No, there's a, oh. I, I'll think of it. I forgot. It's the, the get things done gal or something like that. Oh my God. I have a nickname I don't know about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me look at Facebook. We'll find it. Oh goodness. <laughs> no, it's fine. But uh, no, but it's seriously like sometimes no matter what it is you're getting support from the smallest little tweak, whether it's a business coaching, a fitness trainer tweaks the way you're exercising or a nutrition person catches something that you shouldn't be eating that you could do instead. And like you, a credit person, like, Hey, do this one little thing differently and it can make a world of difference in your credit. I mean, there's sometimes it's the, the best genius is the teeniest of tweaks that can make the biggest difference yeah. in whatever it is you're doing. What does Gary Barnes say? I know he got it from somewhere. He would have been, he says a uh, big doors swing on little hinges. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I met Gary Barnes at one of your events, actually. So you yes. bring in some high quality guests. I love it. And I was your guest. So I mean, that's, you know, of course, high quality. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so just so folks know, um, you know, you started out not in the entrepreneurial world. Where, where kind of did you get your first business? Like when you were 18, 19, or whenever you first started working, what did you do kind of when you started and how? Take us through <laughs> getting to the point of going to entrepreneur. My very first job was as an ice cream scooper at Thrifties. <laughs> and so if you're in your 40s or 50s or 60s, you might know of Thrifties. If you don't, then if you're not, then you might not know. But it uh, literally was like a drugstore with an ice cream thing inside. And my whole goal was to scoop ice cream, but it wasn't just to scoop ice cream. It was to sell people up from one scoop to two or two scoops to three and more ice cream, right? So so I was in sales from that point forward because it was the sell up, right? And then of course I learned in the store too. And, and uh, it was funny because I think that experience and some of my other retail experience and even my restaurant waiting tables and bartending experience helped me uh, when, a couple of years in a row, I helped my friend's mom out who owned a florist, okay, mm. for Valentine's Day. So imagine a real florist way back then before people went to the, you know, the, the grocery store and before they ordered it, the online places, they would go into a florist and buy Valentine's stuff, okay, especially the guys. I loved it when a guy, a married guy would come in and I'd be like, sucka. Okay, no offense, but like, know, like, you know, we, we walk in like deer in a headlight. Huh, right. You have to get some flowers, help. Right? Yeah. So they come in for a dozen <laughs> roses and they leave with a dozen roses, a teddy bear, some chocolates, a card, and this and some balloons. And like $350 later, they're <laughs> out of there, right? And the, so that was my big thing was <laughs> um, really figuring yeah. out how to sell a lot more. Now that was being super salesy. But I'll bet they, their wife gave them a lot. I mean, I bet those guys were in, they were in good shape when they got home. Trust me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fun story though of like selling and I thrived on it. I mean, I would just come in. I didn't have to know anything about the florals business. I just know people I'm like, Oh, who do you buying for? What do they care? What are they like? Oh, you need this. Oh, you, Oh, and how about this? And how about that? I would listen and then I would advise. And then I would encourage even more. And yeah, I was just always good at, at uh, I guess you could say convincing people to buy stuff, but that's, I don't feel like I do that now. That's not the goal. Mm -mm. It's, it's about, it's consultative selling really. I mean, if you think about it, 
relationship building. And in that, in that setting, it was just quick relationships. You know, you had 20 minutes with somebody to really change their life. Um, That's funny because I used to travel the country and install like you know, point of sale systems in flower shops, the tele -flower oh, shops. and I, and you know, they never asked you, well, how long have you been doing it? And tell me if you know the, the name of this flower, the, you know, the biological, whatever the, right. the, the technical name, they just wanted to know that you understood where they were and their yeah. emotion and their story mm -hmm. and how you can help their story become a good story. And mm. I think that's what you do now is you can read people because that you, you're safe, right? And you're comfortable. And I think people open up to you and you find out what their need is. I don't, I've never heard anybody ask, okay, Katrina, go ahead and give me your entire resume. How many books have you written? How many, and I'm, I'm going to ask you because I want to know. But that's not really the, the important part. It's do you care about me? Right. And they if you do, can you help me? They want to know that you get them, right? Yeah. No matter what you're doing or selling or whatever, they, people want to know that you understand them, get them, and that you listen to them. That's mm -hmm. why the, the joke and the saying is in the sales world, you got two ears and one mouth for a reason. You got to do twice as much listening as you do talking. <laughs> um, and we've all been around salespeople who've done way too much talking and talked themselves out of a sale, right? It's like, dude, if you just shut up, I might buy from you, but because you keep talking, <laughs> I'm definitely a hard no. I'm <laughs> out of here. Yeah. It was nice listening to you. Yeah. Bye. Or we'll give all the answers, right? You no, know, we don't give all the answers at once because then there's nothing like, well, it's like dating, right? You don't, you don't get married on the first date. And you definitely uh, don't give all the answers on the first date. <laughs> no, it's a game, right? It's a dance. So it's kind of fun. So now we're looking here. I, I don't know if the listeners are ever going to see this video, but you're, you've got a whole shelf of books behind you. How many um, books have you written and how many are bestsellers? If, if you can throw that out real quick. I have 10 books now. Now, granted, there's a thing called compilation books, okay, mm -hmm. which is multiple authors in a book where you write one chapter or whatnot. So I'm in eight compilation books. Awesome. Or I've published, I've published two compilations myself, and I've been in six other people's compilation books, and then I wrote two full books. So when I say 10 books, it's not like I actually wrote 10 full books. That seems like a lot. But it's impressive, yes. Well, you, have a, you have a chapter in those compilation books, right? I have a chapter in all the eight mm. compilations, although the ones that I published, I think I have three chapters in each one of those. So, uh, and one of them's a journal and one of them's like a, it's the word book. And so it's a smaller mm -hmm. submission. And I'm already mm -hmm. set to do another compilation this year. Uh, I'm in somebody else's compilation this year and I'm running my own compilation this year. So I'll have 12 books by the end of this year if I don't do another one purely on my own also. So you, so you do have two that you wrote though, right? What are those? I do. I have the two, I have love yourself successful and I have jumpstart your new business now, um, which are both that I wrote the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. But they were both totally different experiences too. So yeah, I believe I everybody say. needs to be an author. I don't care what business you're in. You're in the, one of the jumpstart books. Mm -hmm. You have three or four, how many books do you have now? Four or five? Four. I've got uh, two, three compilations. And then I, I wrote one that was a bestseller, The Credit Matters, How to Find All the Money You Need for Your Business and Improve Your Personal Credit. 
I've gotten some great reviews on that. And um, yeah, I'm in the jumpstart your, I've got jumpstart your credit score. And I think it's really interesting that uh, it's so easy to get into a book. If you're just starting a business or you haven't ever written a book, it's easy to get started to just find someone like yourself that's putting together a book of impressive business people or experts or, you know, leading authorities in their area. Yeah. And, you know, write me a chapter. Right. And you do, I mean, so, I mean, you, you did all, you gathered, you herded us all up and <laughs> got all our stories together and, and got us in on time and then set it to editing. And, and so what was that like? Well, I'll tell you the first time I did it, there was 26 authors and that was a lot to manage. Mm, mm, mm. It's like herding cats, right? <laughs> so that took a lot longer because, um, well, it was the first time out too, but I mm -hmm. still got it done in the year that I was going to get it done. Um, then the second one I did, I took 12 authors, which made it a lot easier because I didn't have to wait for as many. There's always one or two authors that kind of linger or hold you up or whatever. Mm. And there's not a lot you can do except unless you want to just kick them out. Um, and you just have to speed them along, <laughs> nurture <laughs> them and speed them along a little bit. And, uh, uh, the, then I just did one for a client who I have, well, there were six authors in her book and I was like more of the project manager of the compilation book. And, um, five of the six though were actually clients of mine. So I really wanted to see them succeed. So I took on the project to project manage it because the gal hadn't done a compilation book before. So I took on that and, um, that was super fun. So I, I just, I, I really love seeing people become authors. I think mm -hmm. it increases your confidence 20 fold. I mean, so much, right. To have one book, to have two books, it's even more to have three books. It's even better. And, and so on and so on. Once you get over three, you're like, meh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I'll be in that one, sure, or um, right, right. whatever. But it's so amazing to see someone light up with their book going, oh my God, it's my first book. And they get their first box of books and they take yes. pictures. And I just love to see that feeling. It was a good feeling. So I, I wrote my, I was in my first one and it was just like, wow, I'm, I'm published in a book. I'm, right. I'm an author. Yeah. I mean, I did write and I, I was a contributing author, as I think was what I touted myself as for those books. So, right. That's, and you, and now you also are offering a way for people to become an author. Is that right? Yeah. You have a class or something coming up? Um, I have a couple different ways people can become an author. I can either, they can pick my brain for a couple hours, I can teach them what I know, and they can go off and do it themselves. And I have tutorials to teach you how to get up on Amazon and all that kind of thing. Or I have a service now where I'm going to do it with you. Or I have a service where I can do it for you as a project manager, whether it's a full book or mm -hmm. a compilation. Um, and I also have a compilation book. The Jumpstart Your Blank book, volume three, is going to be out in 2020. So there's, you could be an author in that. There's a lot, of, I like to keep it open. I don't want to teach just one thing because mm -hmm. it may not fit you, right? So I have people that have written little teeny tiny books that are tips books. I have people that have written their story or a memoir. It's whatever book you want to write. Let's just get it done, right? It so done. you can learn how to do it yourself or get help to do it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Let's just get it done. 
Yeah, my right. one horrible book's better than your no book, right? Is that what they right? say? <laughs> so, so if you need to become an author, I mean, so you're my second guest that I've had that is doing that. Karen Strauss, uh, yes. Harvard Global Publishing. Yeah. She has a program where she, you can call in and actually talk to the people and then they just take your words and put it in a book. But, yes. uh, and then Katrina here on the West Coast. So we got East Coast and West Coast. Good stuff. There's so many people that can help you get a book done or, be, or you know, do anything around the book. I talk about building your business around your book because it's yeah. so important that you don't just have a book, you have a business. Well, right. It has to be yeah. intentional and strategic. And I, and I know this about you, the, the price is always going to be like, wow, really? That's it? Um, yeah. You always give so much more value. I love it. And that, that keeps you with a lot of cut. You're the first person I ever knew that hit 5,000 on Facebook. And oh, kept, yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I got to unfriend some people because I got to make room for some more. And so, yeah, I mean, I wasn't one of those, thankfully, but uh, yeah, the, the dormant friends, the ones that haven't responded in a while. Sorry, if you don't answer this in a month, we're going to have to drop you. But that, I hope, I hope that they increase because I, I think you would probably have 25,000 friends on Facebook easily. You've got people all over the world. And well. Yeah, it, uh, it's just one place. I say Facebook is just one of like 20 or different 30 different things you should be doing to grow your business and being mm -hmm. visible in. Yes, and you and you use like virtual assistants and system systematized approach to growing your business. I think that's so important. Um, so on that same note of systematizing, um, you um, you have some really unique skill sets that I haven't really met. Like, like I, I, I'm looking here at this jumpstart your marketing, this roadmap, for instance. And I've never seen, I mean, I've seen roadmap like a piece of paper with a, an outline, like step one, one, a one, you know, but yours is actually a, a, like a cartoon looking animated picture of a road going through like the desert and the hills, mountains, there's a boulder across it. And there's little goals and benchmarks along the way. What, what prompted you to do that? Well, everybody kept saying that I was giving them a roadmap and I had uh, this, a lot of my clients were taking, it was taking about three years to really get to a smooth running money-making machine of a business. You know, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, that doesn't mean you can't make money overnight, but to make it consistently on a daily, weekly basis is it takes some time to get a lot of stuff in place. And so when I started thinking about the, the theme of my events and like my favorite song is life, at a, life is a highway by rascal flats. And so I got the highway going. I used to own this really cool convertible Mustang in college, which is on the roadmap, the picture, a uh, blue oh, Mustang, yeah. <laughs> uh, although it's a different model, but whatever That's it's okay. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> I realized that, uh, you know, the first year had so many different, um, I call them roadblocks, right? Yeah. In, and then the second year had a little bit less roadblocks. And then the third year, ideally no roadblocks except for an occasional life happens type thing. And when I envisioned that, uh, I mean, I have a, an amazing graphic artist who helped me design that because I, she took my ideas and my, you know, sketches, so to mm -hmm. speak, <laughs> uh, and turned it into a really cool graphic. So... Yeah, I've been using it ever since. I want to say, 
don't know, 2010. Oh, wow. Somewhere in there, maybe 11. So yeah. took your idea and you leveraged other people's talent yeah. and, and the systems and turned it into a, a product that grows your clients' businesses. I think yeah. that's so, so cool. Because it's but an it's, awesome, it's an awesome graphic. I mean, it works. It's got little roadside signs. And one of the things that I talk about with credit and money is, you know, if you're taking a trip, like if, if I was to go see Gary in, in Denver and I just started driving and I drove for the amount of time that I think like 24 hours, I might be in Mexico by the time I get there. So I need to know the direction I'm going. I need to have a plan. I need to be able to pay attention to the signs. How much gas am I going to use? Where am I going to stop for food? And, and you pretty much lay it out on this, uh, this uh, roadmap, jumpstart your marketing Roadmap. Now, are, do you do that at an event? Do you give that away at an event? Uh, yeah, I do it at my uh, November event, my Jumpstart Your Biz in a Weekend event. That's so. cool. Yeah, you just had that, huh? I did. That's the event where we focus on the roadmap, the three-year entrepreneur evolution plan, uh, and what it takes to get there, and the, all the foundation and systems and technology and stuff and marketing that you need to set up really to be a smooth running machine. Three days. Whereas the Love and Money Live event that I do in the spring every year focuses on getting a little bit, getting more love in your life and money in your business. So we focused a lot on fast cash and uh, revenue generating and marketing stuff, but also the mindset, the self-love, the confidence, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So they're slightly different, but yeah. So go to your event in March. When is it, is it March or it's in April? April? So go to the April. event in April to get yourself in good mental shape and heart shape, mm -hmm. get your business rocking and rolling, and then go to the event in November and jump start it like, like your jumper cables, right? I've had clients go to five or six events of mine. Just they keep going because there's always more to learn. There's always yeah. more to do and they're always different. So it's packed. I mean, you yeah. got so much stuff in there. It's crazy. Um, so speaking of this little car on you, and so I'm looking at it, it's a blue Mustang and you're sitting there and your hair's all nice and pretty because it's a convertible. <laughs> but, um, so, and I ask all my guests this, what's the fastest you've ever been in a car or on anything other than just like a, an airplane? Right. And I don't know exactly the answer to that, but I do recall pushing over 90 at some point. I'm sure I did in that Mustang because yeah. I was a little hellion in high school and college. Oh? Yeah. Do we oh, want to open that it. can or no? Huh? No, <laughs> I mean, I've had a few speeding tickets in my life, put it that way. In fact, I got my, I got a speeding ticket on my 21st birthday, which was annoying because I was coming back from out of town. I was doing a party or whatever. And it was the next day in the morning or it was my actual birthday, I think. And of course, you know, here's my license. You see, it's my birthday. No. Mm -hmm. Do I get a break? No. No. And then on my 40th birthday, I got a speeding ticket again. As I was get, coming back from getting my nails done and getting, you know, a, a mani-pedi or whatever, and my nails were actually dry <laughs> or wet in the car. And so oh, no. I shoved my wallet over to the passenger side so he could come in, open the wallet and pull the license out. Because I wasn't going to mess up my nails to pull my <laughs> license out of my wallet for him. I said, well, officer, I just got my nails done. It's my birthday. And my license is right there. You're welcome to pull it out if you want. And I was like, I am not going to bend over backwards to give you a license so you can give me a ticket and mess up my nails. No, and thank you. Char yeah, I had, to pay, I had to pay for these nails. And this is a good naturally. So, <laughs> so now, yeah, two pivotal birthdays. I get a stupid 
did Jay <laughs> so was Jason like your nails? What I mean, what, so you 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 recently got married, right? I mean, how yeah. long have you been married now? He like, wasn't around on my fortieth. Okay. I'm turning fifty this year. <clears throat> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I know. You I don't look, feel like I'm you don't look like you're a day over 35, honestly. Well, thank you. I don't well, every once in a while I feel like it, like my body, but my mm. mind doesn't ever feel like it. <laughs> yeah, you've overcome some incredible physical and family challenges in the last five years. It's just like it, we when we were sitting at the last time we were together, it was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize you'd you know, really had to, and you know, you know, that's, I guess that's the true professional is when you, you don't know they're struggling, but when you get to know somebody and you see what they have to go through, all we see is the results, right? Right. You show up, you deliver, you're on target, you're always doing your videos and the masterminds and all. And, but then when I found out what you were going through during that time, it mm. blew me away. Uh, some of the physical pain that you were dealing with and some out of like, where did that come from stuff? And just recently with your, your situation at home. Um, you know, I'm glad everybody's okay. Yeah. But, and we're going to leave that one at that because I want your, I want the audience to go, what the heck was that? Well, you got to talk to Katrina and get to know her. <laughs> but, Everything's fine now, but yes, yeah. the, this is why a three-year entrepreneur evolution plan, because needless to say, something will happen almost every year. Where if it's not to you, it's a loved one. You know, this year I need to move my mom from Vegas to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be spending some time doing that. We're going there in February to help pack her. You know, there's something every year. My uncle's on his deathbed right now. Who knows how long he's going to make it. And then there'll be a funeral and then they'll be helping out family. We just went to another funeral of Jason's uncle. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen, right? So mm -hmm. you have to set your business up with systems and the right marketing foundations and money-making stuff. Yeah. So that you're, if something happens or when it happens, you don't just lose money or have to go away and just fold the business or whatever. Right, right. And you, and you do that so well. And I love that you teach that too. Um, so when you first became an entrepreneur, so you were working in the, in the, what was your job right before you went over? You were doing sales, weren't you? Door-to-door -door sales or something? Yeah. Well, no, that was, I did door-to-door -door sales where I met my starter husband and then <laughs> went from that to, oh my God, like enterprise rent a car for three years. And then I went to the the newspaper. I sold um, advertising right, in the newspaper. Yeah. But then, then I went from the newspaper to one of my clients who was an advertising person, one of my advertising clients, um, it was a retirement community. And so I was a sales and marketing director at a, a retirement community, basically an independent and assisted living facility. And boy, I didn't last longer. I didn't last six months there because <laughs> it was not my environment. There was too much uh, sadness, uh, mm -hmm. death, and just... It was not an upbeat environment. So God bless the people that can work in those Absolutely. environments. I know people that do. And now my mom's moving into one, right? right? And I'm like, oh, so that was the last job I had. And that's where I told my boss to F off because he was, he would say one thing and do the other. And he was so, he was so inauthentic. It was ridiculous. Spotted a mile away too, huh? 
And, oh, I just was, the day that I left there was the day that I just never looked back. I'm like, I'm going to start my own business. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> now, when, when you started your own business, um, how did you finance that? I mean, you were going from sales and, and sales can be very profitable, but, and, you know, it can also be kind of, you can have to work really hard and not make a lot. So when you were in, went from that to entrepreneurship full-time, tell us what that was like financially and how you funded your business. Yeah, well, I knew there would be a ramp up period. I didn't realize a three year entrepreneur evolution <laughs> plan, however. Yeah. So I, um, I got some, I did borrow some money from my mom to supplement. I was married at the time. So my husband, you know, at the time just wanted like status quo. He just didn't want us to have to dip anywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. So I borrowed enough money to sustain for three or four months. Uh, well, I went out and got some clients and I got clients pretty right away. You know, I must say, I mean, I'm, I'm good at talking to people and help seeing what they need and then solving a solution. What did I do? I didn't go into my little, um, office and create, create, create this perfect program. I went out into the public and went networking and I would go to 14 or 15 networking events a month and talk to people and find out what their challenges are and then sell them the solution to their challenge period and a story. And I would walk away with money almost mm. every week. So that's how I built the business. I just did the, the fast cash revenue generating activities and not the creation mode. So did my systems get set up and the foundation? Not as fast because I went for fast cash, which is sometimes I, what I tell clients to do too. Mm -hmm. But another thing I did when I was starting the business is before I left the J-O-B, I did actually get a line of credit from my bank. So talk about credit. I got a $20,000 line of credit from my bank. Okay. And I didn't need to use it the first mm -hmm. couple of years. But then when I got divorced and moved and bought my own house, I started tapping into that. And thank God I had it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and it, it was, it saved my life. I would not have been able to get that having been an entrepreneur and not making any money. Uh, so I say, figure out your credit before you go launching <laughs> and, yeah. and save some stuff. I mean, that may not be the advice you give. I don't know, but well, I do. I actually, I say make hay while the sun is shining. Yes, so, like invest in stuff, pay yeah. for stuff, build up some credit. People always want to pay down their debt and get rid of their credit cards. No, 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 no. You need credit cards. <laughs> you need credit when you start your business because it allowed me the confidence to go out and know that, okay, if I don't make this sale, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to go homeless. I have this credit if need be, and I know I can make it work. It just might take longer than I think. Yeah. And, but nobody's going to die. I was never in desperate, dire need to make the sale mm -hmm. because I had some reserves, right? right? And people freak out. And granted, that's not even a lot of money, that 20,000. What do you oh. think about it? <laughs> not really. I mean, not if you're talking about making $50,000 a month or more, 20,000 is like, yeah, but well, when you're starting or when you're growing, this is what the clients that I come across is when they're growing, just like what you said, you know, you hit a point where that was a good buffer to have when you needed it. When, yes. stuff, when stuff came up or when you're expanding or maybe you're buying a building. I mean, I worked with some folks uh, recently and she's expanding. She's building a, an entire building for her animal situations. She does mm -hmm. rescues. 
and the, the need is so great that it's not safe to do the level she wants in the facility she has. So they have to expand if they're going to keep, keep going. And that, you know, a building, and that's in Southern California, half a million dollars is, you know, a garage, right? So she's talking about a 10,000 square foot building. That's going to take a lot more than just 20 grand. So right. that, and you know, sure. people do that and that's okay. Her business model works where that's actually going to pay off and she'll be able to pay that, that loan off or the line. I, I prefer lines of credit. Um, it's, it's money that's available. You don't have to use it and you don't pay to keep it. It's just like yeah. a credit card that you don't use, but when it's there. Right. That's what I nice. had. That's what yeah. I had a line of credit yep. that I didn't need to pay on until I used it. Right. Yeah. But thank God it was there when I needed it. And you and I have sat down before. What would, would you say that my techniques are pretty sound? Oh my God. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I wish though. The problem is like, it's like buying a membership at the gym and then not going. Right. Right. And right. so you can listen to Pat and get his advice. But if you don't go to the gym, you're not going to see the results from the gym. So if you don't do what Pat tells you to do, <clears throat> then you're not going to see the results. So that's where you can't just have like a one-time call with Pat. I think you need ongoing support, just like a business coach. Like I can give you all the advice you need to grow your business right now today in probably an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do it all? No. No. You're not. Right. So, and it's going to be too much overload in one time. Right. My period. brain doesn't so. hold that much. You've got so much. I don't know how you keep it all together, but I'm glad that you do. And I'm glad that you're focused on, on what you are focused on. So um, now are you, so you're, you're staying, right? You're moving your mom here. You're not going to Vegas. You're not no, going to No, no, no. I'm Vegas? staying. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. She moved away. Um, I don't know, 14 or 15 years ago when she got remarried and then he passed away like three years ago, maybe oh. four years ago now. Yeah. And so she's been a little lonely and, uh, you know, I'm here. My stepsister's in Southern California. There's no reason for her to be in Vegas except for she has friends there. I get it. But yeah. I mean, if stuff happens, I gotta drop everything and get a flight out there. Right. So she's being super this is what I love about her. She plans ahead. She's got her paperwork in order. I know exactly what she wants when she passes. I know where everything is. I know how to access it. Um, and she doesn't want to make it inconvenient for me moving forward, knowing that I'm working full time. She's retired. So mm -hmm. she might as well just come here and live here and make new friends and, you know, hopefully find a new love i mean she's only 76 really come on she could so yeah, chicken. yeah. right <laughs> i keep encouraging her um <laughs> and but a lot of parents and i see of friends my age are like you know they're stubborn they live across mm. the country they don't think about it they don't even tell my dad like died without an updated will because he wouldn't listen to me mm -mm. about getting his affairs in order right. for whatever you just, it's a preventative measure. You don't do it. it. You don't get your affairs in order or get a trust in place because you think you're going to die. You do it. So you don't leave your loved ones in the lurch. Right. When you're, when you can't, happens. you don't have your wits about one well, again, make hay right. while the sun's shining. Right. So when your life is good and you're in good shape and your mind is right, plan it out. Perfect. Take a, take right. But my dad died that. in, 
$23,000 labor in pro, uh, later in probate hell, oh I had God. to deal with his, all his stuff, right? That I didn't even know where anything was. That's a good so, learning curve, huh? <laughs> don't do that too. No, don't do that. So uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm glad that your mom's moving out. I'm sure she will be happy to be closer to you. Um, and we'll Sacramento's see. Actually cooler, <laughs> I'm kind of cooler than Vegas, which blows me away because Sacramento is like a hot man. It's so hot here in the summer, but this will probably be chilly for her. It's hot here. It's hot in Vegas. That's what I'm saying. It's not as hot I mean, as Vegas. <laughs> what do you? I don't go outside that much, and like I don't need to go outside. Heck no, my, man. My husband loves Yosemite and loves hiking and loves this and outdoors, and I take it with a grain of salt. Well, you can't get bugs on your fingernails, right? On the on the fingernail polish. Luckily, my stepdaughter loves to do that with him, and so does my dog. So they go off, and I do my thing. And you write a course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, you know, I, uh, we could go. I'm, can I have you back as, and we can talk about some other stuff? Yeah, anytime. Okay, awesome. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, you know, I I just love that. You've you've done a little bit of everything as far as sales goes. Um, one of my favorite stories that you tell is about how you're out pounding doors and you know really putting the efforts in. I think so many people in entrepreneur world and in sales just make a few calls or call fifty people or and you can't. And you did it consistently, day after day after day after day, and you were very intentional and a hard worker. And I think that really shows now as you're running your own business is the discipline and the attention to detail that you spend. I really, I'm so appreciative of that Katrina. So thank you so much. Um, so let our visit. So if anybody's listening still, if they've, if they've hung around this long, which I hope they have. Okay. What, what's the best way we can reach you Katrina or get some information or free stuff. And then what events and give a little plug about what's coming up in the next few months for you. Well, you can always find me on social media, especially Facebook for sure. Um, but if you want to reach out, you can't just send somebody a private, like a friend request, please. You have to send a message and say, Hey, I heard you on Pat Wally's podcast. And cause otherwise I have no idea who you are. Um, <laughs> and I can't accept everybody. So, but my website, you can get a bunch of free stuff at the website. You can get stuff around the love yourself successful, uh, finding your vision and mission about the marketing strategies, jumpstarting your business, becoming an author or a speaker, or even fixing your website. So it actually converts more visitors. Um, mm -hmm. If you go to jumpstartyourmarketing.com, jumpstartyourmarketing.com on the homepage there, you'll see what's coming up. So we have a live event coming up in April, love and money live. I have a author coaching program coming up starting in February and um, I have the International Entrepreneur Network, which is an ongoing organization with over 100 entrepreneur members. And we do calls on Zooms every month. Mm -hmm. So it's seven bucks a month. So there's a lot of different opportunities that you can take advantage of no matter where you want to get started. There's a resources page and a free trainings page where you can find a whole bunch of stuff for free. Um, yeah. You know. Give it a test drive. Try before you buy, right? right? <laughs> I would say you got to have a try me out, an easy yes. Or, so the easy yes is the $7, yeah. right? The, the try me out is the free stuff. And then if you want more, you got to ask for it. You have yes. to ask. You have to sign up. You have to take action. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just going to sit there just like you. You know, you're just going to sit there 
for months and months and months not getting the right results. No, not like me, but people that don't do the things that I. You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, I know that came out wrong. <laughs> We're gonna edit that out. No, you won't. It's no. cool, just like you, Pat. For months and no. months and months. No. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> so no, if somebody calls me and I have some people, I I just figured that eventually, I'd rather not you come to me in an emergency. Right. I'd rather it be like, hey, yeah. I've done this, this, and this, and this is what I want to do. And yeah, you got to plan ahead, people. You got to pay yeah. attention. You got to plan ahead yeah. for your credit as well as your business. You can't yes. come to us in an emergency and expect us to fix the world. You can't come and say, I can't pay my mortgage this month and I'm gonna lose my house and my husband's gonna divorce me if I don't make $3,000. Right? I mean, like in the next three days. I'm like, uh, Sell your like, car. well, first of all, you need to pay me $3,000 <laughs> so I can show you how to make $3,000 <laughs> and you don't have it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, don't do that. And people uh, do every day. But they can come to your, so the next event, the next event that's coming up is your Love Yourself Successful event. Love and money. Love and money. For love yeah. and money. Mm -hmm. and that's the one I think that I went, that yeah. was the first event I went with you. And that was really cool. Yeah. Really groundbreaking. I, I uh, was able to find some, some barriers that I didn't even know were there and I broke through them. So thank you. The balloon exercise was one of my favorite. I still mm. have pictures of that. And, it was just, and oh. almost everything on there has been dealt with. Oh, good. good. Yeah. That's so good to hear. I still remember it. Yeah. That was only two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, Katrina, I appreciate you joining me and my wonderful audience. I hope that you have a very, very successful year. And I know that we'll be seeing each other across the nation. Uh, are you going out to any events in Denver soon? Am I going to see you out there again? No, I think his is this week. Um, I am not going. I'm speaking in Denver in June after okay. I come back from Nashville. I'll be in LA a couple times. I'm going to speak in Wisconsin this year, oh, wow. as well as potentially Minneapolis and Vegas. Um, wow. So your calendar's booked up through. It's booking. It's yeah. booking. That's good. Good for you. Well, you and I'm just, I just, I really want my listeners to know that, you know, you're, you're unassuming, you're not really like in your face, but you have such a high level of knowledge and expertise. It really just continually amazes me. Every time that I sit and talk with you, I just learn so much. So thank you for being so willing to share. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, Pat. You're my biggest fan. <laughs> and I'm a fan of yours too. Physically so. <laughs> biggest. I'm six five, so yeah. No. <laughs> yep, you're physically and emotionally my biggest fan. That's awesome. Love you. Yeah. So I always give a chance. Uh, so we got the jumpstartyourmarketing.com, and you got the love and money event coming up. Uh, what what kind of advice would you give? We're just going to wrap this up, and I'm going to let you close this out here. What kind of advice would you give to somebody that say maybe they're in business for a year-ish, maybe less than a year or a year, they're struggling, maybe they haven't quite got everything running smoothly. What advice would you give a new business owner today? You got to get a one-on-one -on -one coach. And I used to not say that, but I, it's so true. If you don't hurry up and get a one-on-one -on -one coach, you're going to be sitting, you're going to not it's going to be, you're going to be struggling. There's too many things to learn mm -hmm. about your business. And it's silly to try to figure it out all yourself. Um, group programs are okay, but they're very general. 
You need to learn how to run the back end. You need to learn stuff about your website. You need to learn about social media. You need to learn how to follow up with people. And so that's database marketing. You need to learn what to do in creating an, um, a flyer in your marketing materials. You need to know what to say to put on the copy on your website. You need to know what to do in videos because you have to do videos. You've got to stop uploading video. And you need to know <laughs> like just how to get little tweaks and things of what you're already doing. And what to create is pro programs, products, and services, how to price them, how to package them, how to get them online. So, I mean, you just, there's too many things to know yeah. to really try to figure this out yourself. So just know that and get some help. I don't care if it's me or somebody else, but don't wait because the longer you wait, the more in debt you're going to be and mm -hmm. the less you're going to be able to afford the person that you really need. <laughs> so get a one-on-one -on -one coach. Even gold medalists have a coach. Right. Right. And the distance between gold medal and bronze is like a hundredth of a second sometimes. So small tweaks, big results, easy yes offers. Our favorite jumpstart your marketing coach, Katrina Sawa. Thank you for joining us today and you have a blessed day. Oh, that was so much fun. Uh, Katrina is such a good person. And, you know, if you go to one of her events or go to jumpstartyourmarketing.com, there's all kinds of free items to help you grow your business. I know she's helped me grow my business. She's one of my business coaches and I just adore her. Katrina Sawa, thanks so much. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and quickly just to wrap this up. I will say that I'm really looking forward to the next couple of weeks because I'll be doing a speaker boot camp and we're going to be doing some other events. I'll be speaking again in March at uh, the Western Pool and Spa Association down in Long Beach. So that's on the webpage. If you want to check it out, DignityCreditSolutions.com. We're going to have all kinds of information and we will eventually have some YouTube videos of that event. So I'm going to just jump right in right now and uh, we're going to talk about the credit tip of the week. There's been a lot of talk about FICO updates. FICO 10 is the latest and greatest. Um, you know, you got to remember, and I don't have anything against Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion as a business. They are, are, they are for-profit businesses, and they make a lot of money. They're multi-billion dollar companies. They make a lot of money. So they're going to do things to try and help us as a community to maintain credit worthiness and credit profiles, but they're also going to make money. So just beware whenever you're looking at new credit monitoring or credit deals or booster credit or any credit program from any of those companies, they're always looking to make a buck. Now, if we didn't have them, our credit would not be monitored and people that offer credit like car dealerships, for instance, would have to charge exorbitant amount of interest to protect their assets. So they, are, they do serve a good purpose, but uh, you know, a FICO 10, it will take so long to implement that if we do see it, it's not going to be for several years, I believe. FICO 8 is the main uh, model that most businesses use to check your credit. So that's the one that we're most familiar with. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close it out for the day. Uh, this is your host, Pat Wally. We encourage you to visit DignityCreditSolutions.com. Check out the show notes. Visit the links of our guest, Katrina Sawa. And most of all, you have a very, very blessed day. Thank you.